What it do, guys? It's the Connection Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to this episode number 22. Is it? I don't even know. I'm not even going to do the Taylor Swift song. So today um, we have a pretty cool day. We yes. have uh, Josh with us. Josh Luna. Josh Luna. We have Matt. Matt Ocheta's back in the room. We also have Zach. Emerson. Yes, we so do. So they're just in the background. You'll probably hear them munching on Jack in the Box. <laughs> they're eating a little bit of food, but uh, they just uh, they wanted to come over and listen in and on this discussion. So we have a live audience. Yeah, Our first podcast <laughs> oh episode goodness. with That's a live a audience right now. Oh, <laughs> I didn't think about that. Okay, well, um, everyone, prepare yourselves for this episode because it is scripture, scripture heavy. Mm. Um, there's a lot of scripture in this one. You probably already saw the title. Watch your mouth. All right. So it's, which is ironic cause they're sitting here eating their food. Not in that way. Watch your mouth. But <laughs> you know, when you made this title though, for reals, I couldn't <laughs> stop thinking about that Nicki Minaj song. Watch See, your man. You should watch your mouth. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. You can laugh. You guys you can, can laugh. laugh. It's fine. It's fine. People may or may not hear it depending on the, the settings we have on here, but they do. It just adds the, uh, the um, bit. authenticity of it. So, but yeah, no, that's what I was thinking about when you wrote this title. So I was like, okay, I we'll have go no with idea that. what that we'll song go with is. That. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, like this. Uh, so, easy if you remember back when we were doing the Bible study um, with Afterglow on Friday uh, yeah, nights, yeah. we talked a little, a little bit about this, right? One mm-hmm. of the studies was about like you know the power of our words and what what we say doesn't just carry a light weight to it. It has a lot of like depth to it. It's really important to, of what we say, because Mm -hmm. that's the very thing that God used to create things. Right. In the beginning, Mm -hmm. God created the heavens and the earth and God said, you know, let there be light, Mm -hmm. which is kind of a point later, but. um, And real quick too, just to our audience here, we uh, actually did not, this was not planned. We didn't know that Terry was going to be speaking about, encouraging other people right. <laughs> and speaking life into somebody's life. Yeah, today and we had this already planned like as of last week. So yeah. today at Hillsong, Terry it Chris just, preached a message about that. encouraging others from Hebrews and stuff. So it always does. Um, that. No, I, I was just thinking about this and I was like, well, if the reason why there's going to be a lot of scripture in this today is because if we're going to talk about words, like we need to go to the word, mm-hmm. you know, that's a really good, good place to go to uh, for, for talking about words. So um, I think a lot of people have a, a kind of, misconception that like, oh, well, it's just words. It doesn't mean that much. Well, if that were the case, then why do so many people commit suicide mm-hmm. just because of what people say that don't even know them? Mm-hmm. You know, the, like the, the bullying thing on online bullying and stuff, it's, it's an epidemic really. And it's just, you know, that's the kind of true testimony of what words, um, the kind of weight that they really carry. Mm-hmm. So let's <clears throat> jump in. The, the kind of anchor scripture that I want us to use um, comes from Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21, which says the tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so like that, that phrase reap the consequences, you say consequences, that sounds negative, but consequence consequences, that's a word can also mean like, like fruit. Mm-hmm. You know, you plant a good seed, you, you, you let it grow and it produces good things. That's a consequence of your actions. Um, but I think that's just a really powerful proverb. Like you could talk so much about just that one of just like the tongue can bring death or life, mm-hmm. you know, not, not the actions you do like or anything else, but the, what you say mm-hmm. is that. Um, and then, so today, uh, Terry talked about this Proverbs sixteen twenty four to kind of back this up, um, that kind words are like honey. Sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. 
you know, I heard that today. I was like, that's really appropriate. So, um, and then finally, kind of, so kind of three main texts as we go at the beginning here. So Proverbs 1821, Proverbs 1624, and then um, Ephesians 429, which says, don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. Mm. Okay. So those are our, I would say our three like solid anchor scriptures for everyone to kind of remember and keep in mind as, as we're going through all this stuff. So easy. I have a question for you. What? Is swearing appropriate in certain contexts? <sighs> <laughs> okay okay i'm gonna be honest go for it i do swear here and there how much everywhere <laughs> okay so uh <laughs> daily occurrence weekly how how much um okay well because we're me, hot on here let me be honest i have sweared a lot like i would say Let's see, how old am I again? 24? <laughs> when I was like 21 to about 23, I was like swearing a lot, a lot. Okay. I mean, sure. like growing I, up in I high school, yeah. I don't consider all that because like I was still learning how to cuss, you know? <laughs> okay, yeah. You guys ever experienced that? Well, you know, where you, try to, where you try to cuss and you're saying a bad word for something and it's just not making right, sense. Right, right. Well... That's how kind of I was in, in high school. Like, I would just say the basic bad words, but in the wrong ways. So it was only until, like, 21 when I actually realized, oh, there's an actual, like, art form of cussing. And I learned it. And, you know, I was able to master that and use it. And, and it, was, it was fun. It's very expressive. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not in the best not way. Not in the best way. But, but here's the thing. Like, what we're talking about is like swearing, like actual cursing over someone, you know? Yeah, right. When I swear, right. it's with my brother because that's just how we grew up talking, you know? Sure, sure. And with family and stuff. I mean, it's still not good to do, but, you know, that's just how it was in the, when we grew up. Mm -hmm. And then the, the where we lived, it was... In Vegas. It was in Vegas. It was ghetto. Yeah, it was like, like yeah. it was just a part of the culture. But see, I think that's the thing. I think that's exactly the thing is that you get, you just say, oh, well, it's just how everyone else does it. Mm -hmm. It's just part of the culture. Honestly, dude, I think this is going to be an episode that we might disagree on. I think we are disagreeing <laughs> on. This is our first fight. <laughs> Quote unquote fight. No, I just, I don't, I, because, you know, Paul says, don't be conformed to the patterns of this world. Mm -hmm. And so to me, it's like, don't, just because culture is doing it doesn't mean we should be doing it. You know, as Christians, we need to be held to a higher standard. And, um, and that's the thing, like, you know, Jesus even said once about like, you, you say to your brother, like Raka sound like that sounds like a cuss word or some Greek mm -hmm. cuss word or something, you know, but I, I really do believe that, you know, as, as you know, men, like the, just the two of us, or like any of us here in this room, like as Christian men who are called to something greater, like we should be careful of what we say, even if it, we have no meaning or if it is just in kind of like a group setting or whatever, like that's, that's culture seeping in and saying it's just, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Right. Because you never know who might be listening to you say that stuff, who might have a crazy radical viewpoint about that or, um, someone who might take a high level of offense mm -hmm. 
to certain words you might say, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's tough, man. Like, and then there's, is... there's a side of me where it's like, I don't cuss when I'm at church, you know? Like, I, or at least I try my best not to. Right. And then I don't cuss with certain people I talk to. Like, I don't cuss a lot with you. Right. But then when I'm with my brother... It just flows just, out. Yeah. I'm always be like, what up, shooter? What's going on? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I get but, but like, I mean, but we have this understanding that when we cuss with each other, it's not at each other. It's right. like with each other. But I still get it. Like, you know, the whole cussing thing. But but what I'm saying is like, what I'm, my point is, is I'm not reaching. I'm not trying to like damn him or curse him right it's just right. expressing a certain way sure you know? yeah I, don't know. I i i get that this is why <laughs> this is why this is a this is a weird audience this is a weird <laughs> podcast to have an audience on right yeah you can, it's open discussion if you want to say something i mean you can always step up to the mic you can, so you can step, step up to easy's mic and matt's gonna say yeah, something real quick got, uh number four three seven five are you good right there? Is that right? I care. You know, Are you good? All right. I think I'm gonna. You know, I'm not. I curse every every blue moon. I ain't gonna lie, but you know when I stub my toe or when I'm feeling a little naughty. Anyways, <laughs> um, I think I agree with Noah though because I think the perfect example that we all we all we all should follow is Christ Himself, and Christ being God. Um, you know, God never says anything void. Right. And curse words are very void. There, there's no real meaning to it. Yeah, that's good. And if we're going to follow the perfect example, I know we're not going to do it to a T. So I understand that sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. you might stub your toe and a little F bomb. Something might. comes out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Guilty. So, I mean, I'm I, guilty of that. I'm I guilty just, of that. Yeah. I'm man, super guilty, man. But I mean, if we could handle it. Why not? Right. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Anybody else? Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Josh is gonna jump in here real quick. Sorry, I broke my toe. <laughs> Spe- <laughs> speaking, yeah, speaking of stubbing your toe, Josh you, uh, just Josh just broke his toe. When you, uh, broke it? No, I was just I was just like, oh snap, no snap. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean I agree with Noah for sure, but I don't know. Just taking a, a different perspective on it, I guess well, I'm gonna try to take Easy's perspective in a sense is mm-hmm. like, I mean, you know. There, there's meaning behind what we say. Yeah. There's a purpose between it. And it's not, sometimes either it's because, you know, we, we grew up a different way or sometimes just based on what our perspective is on it. Uh, sometimes, I mean, I'm looking at it like this is like, if I could express how I'm feeling inside with just a word instead of committing it to an action that might yeah. be more negative than right, just, right, right. just swearing. Yeah. Absolutely. I'd rather do that mm-hmm. than do something that might be harmful to me or even harmful to someone else. Yeah. So in that perspective, <clears throat> I'm not condoning swearing, but it's just, it might be like the best form of expression aside from, you know, giving it to God. But I mean, if we can find a better way that, I mean, that's, that's, that's what comes with grace, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, that's why we have the grace to do what we got to do. But at the same time, we're not perfect. So the way we express ourselves sometimes comes in the forms of swearing, hmm. but it's not necessarily who we are. It's just how we ha- communicate with god sometimes like i'll be honest i <laughs> i mean i swear i got sometimes like in in, in, yeah. in, in in a very honest way like like when i'm mad and when i'm angry what's going on in my life sometimes like the only thing i can do is just like 
just yell at God. Right. And just, and not curse him, but just right. express. Right. You're not cursing God. You're just venting your frustration to him. Express my heart. Which is an appropriate place to do from. that. Because I, 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 I truly believe that's the best place you can do that. Aside from doing it to someone else, because it's just going to be putting it on them. Right. Instead of just giving it to God. Well, thank you guys for sharing that. That's good. That's, that's really good. Um, well, and that kind of that really kind of brings us to the, the the first point about this. So there's really two sides to this uh, podcast, right? Like there's the the negative side of what we're kind of talking about, like with swearing and that kind of stuff. But there's mm-hmm. also the other part of, you know, watch your mouth because th- this first point is that what you say will be what you see. Mm-hmm. And my example for that comes from Genesis chapter one, verses one through four, that says in the, be- in the beginning, God, you know, Created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. And here's where it says, And then God said, Okay, so he starts off by, with an action, or uh, by saying something. Then God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And it says, And then God saw that the light was good. Then he separated light from the darkness. So God says something, and because he's obviously God, he sees it immediately happen. Right. God creates something and then it happens. So what what we say has the power to create what we see Mm -hmm. in our life. And like the very thing that I mean, that's kind of like the crazy thing about all this is that the very thing God used to create is the same thing that we can't see. Mm. And that's the the. You know, just the the kind of paradox with all of this is that Mm. when like we 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 say something what, what what do we say vision before resource mm. we just talked about it at the uh, leadership night at hellsong but it's like um you know you got to speak what you what you have a vision for you have to speak that without even seeing anything of it happening right mm-hmm. and that's where we get into the things like if you say like i'm not this i'm not that well they never do this um my husband never does that. My wife never does that. Like you're going to see that happen because you're creating your own self-fulfilling well, prophecy. And even when you speak about that kind of stuff, when you speak negatively to yourself, you know, like yeah. when someone yeah. is like saying, well, I'm not right. The, like the best like person in my class or I'm not, you know, my parents don't really love me. My parents don't really care for me or, you know, my brothers and sisters don't like me. You know, my well, friends don't like you. They don't like me because I am this way or because I am this you know, that's when it's like also that same context. Like mm-hmm. if you don't want, you know, like what, what was that point? It was what you say will be what you see. Right. You know, I mean, I've made the mistake of of sometimes already calling out something negative in my life and then it happening. And then me just thinking, oh, OK, well, that was me trying to soften the blow. You know, hmm. that shouldn't be the case, though, in that sense where it should be like, even if I speak life into my own life and and something bad happens, you know, it's going to be hard to like maintain that, um, that light look to mm. look upward. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like, I will know that I didn't curse myself. Right. You know, it's like what Steven Chandler said, that <laughs> whole thing of the, how know, the devil can't curse you. Yeah. The devil can't mm-hmm. curse you. You can only curse yourself. Right. Well, yeah. I think that's getting into the next Topic, right? No, not really. No, not really. But kind of. 
No, I mean that's a really that's a really good point that Stephen Chandler talks about. Like, the, if you're if you are chosen and you have salvation and life with God, you cannot. The devil mm-hmm. cannot curse you. Mm-hmm. He cannot. He it is impossible for for him to do that. The only way he can get you to to be cursed is for you to say something that curses yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. It goes back to what we talked about with judgment. Like judgment starts in the heart. Yeah. And comes out the mouth. Yeah. Right. It doesn't just come out of nowhere. Yeah. Right. There's something that, you know, whatever is on, on our hearts that it comes out in that way. Mm-hmm. In the same way, like the enemy, will, the enemy will plant something in your mind to get you to say something. Well, I am not blank, you know, fill in the blank. And especially when that comes into contradiction with what God has said about you. Mm-hmm. That's where I think it's really most dangerous because now you're you're. You're creating something that God has intended for life. You're creating destruction where God has intended life to be. Um, and I think, again, the, the most important thing with this is that you say that I, if you say I am enough because God is enough and because mm-hmm. God is this, right? It's not just our, it's not by my power or my strength, but by his spirit, you know, that's, that's where this power comes into play. When you start to declare things and you say, well, I am this because God has called me to this because God has chosen me or because God says I am, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's where that power lies because it's not, again, it's not by our power or our strength, but it's by his spirit that we are able to declare these things and to manifest these things that happen mm-hmm. And this. Okay. I feel like a lot of people are going to be listening to this and kind of like questioning, like, are you like, can we really like create our future? Like, can we really do our words really have that kind of power? And I would just say like, yeah, absolutely they do. Like go back to Genesis. How did God create stuff? God said, like Jesus went up to the fig tree and he didn't cut off the branches or anything. He was looking for that fruit. He went up to the fig tree and said, like be cursed and wither up. And it happened because Jesus was fully God. Like he knew that power. And so, because Jesus had that same power that God had, it was like, he could speak death to a tree, right? Jesus knew the Proverbs <laughs> he, mm-hmm. because he, he was the Proverbs, right? He was the word, mm-hmm. but um, no, like he had that power and he knew without a shadow of a doubt that he could say, like, shrivel up and die. And they came back the next day and Peter was like, bro, it happened. Like, Jesus, it really happened. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is like, of course it did. Like, if you have the faith the size of a mustard seed, you can tell, you know, this mountain be picked up and thrown into the sea kind of thing. Mm. I was told the sea to be calm. Right. So Zach just said that, you know, when the disciples were on the boat, that Jesus just said to the, the storm, be, 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 still. be still. And it was still, right? Mm. <laughs> this is... This is a hard one. It is. I, I feel I feel on this podcast that this is really challenging for a lot of people. I can't cuss. <laughs> <laughs> like I want to cuss on this podcast for I this mean, episode, yeah, but I can't. Yeah. You know. Point two. Go for it. Say it. If you can't say anything nice, <laughs> don't say anything at all. Uh, yeah, that's you know a comment Talking about you, man. <laughs> I mean, that's just like a, an old. Everyone listening probably had their mom tell them that, like, if you yeah. can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. And it's like, it's, it's true. Josh just asked, is it better to hold it in than to express it? Yes and no. It's better 
to hold it in if you want to vent it to someone else, like a like a fellow person. However, when it's good to release it, release it to God. Exactly, vent that out to God. (laughs) I mean, okay, (laughs) like that. That's the that's the thing, though. Like God, God can take that. God can take that. But it's when we speak that to other people that our frustration comes out and we may not intentionally be speaking to that person in that way, but you don't know how they're going to receive that. You don't know how they're going to take that and you might be speaking death into that person even if you didn't mean to. Hmm. But because God is God, he can take all of your frustration. He knows. Jesus knows. He went through every single thing we've gone through. And so that's why it's so important what you're asking, Josh, is that it's like, yeah, hold it in. If you can't give it to God immediately, or if you're not in a position to, to give it to God, don't say it mm. because you might be speaking death to somebody. You just don't know. And, and that's the thing. Like, don't be that stumbling block where someone might take what you said and personalize it, you know? But yes, vocalize it when you say, God, I am pissed off. Like, God, this sucks. I am pissed off as hell. Like, whatever. Like, for some Christians, that's a cuss word, all right? <laughs> that's... You said the H-E double hockey <laughs> no. stick. Can I go ahead and say it? No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> do, not, do not say it. <laughs> no, but like, you know, I, I really felt what he was saying when he, mm-hmm. when he said like, you know, it's sometimes better in a situation to say one word than it is to do an action. Right. No, absolutely. I completely like, agree with that. Or, or like, even when I, you know, when I talk to God sometimes, like I, I admit it, I do cuss. Like mm-hmm. I'm not cussing at God, but I'm just like, yo, God, what the? is going on with yeah. this what situation, you know, like, yeah, no, it's like, right. You're not pulling yeah. the job and like doing away with God and cursing yeah. God. You are just venting that frustration. And again, God can handle that. But again, I think it comes in the context when we're like, even I can't, I just, you know, Casey talks about this too. He's like, yeah, man, like if I'm going to talk to somebody in the church and I'm going to use cuss words because it's relatable to them, I'm going to do it. I'm just like, I don't agree with that. I really do not because that's conf- to me, that's conforming to the patterns of the world mm. saying that, you know, like, well, I'm going to go down to this level because I need to be relatable to them. No, we need to bring them up to us. We need to be held to God's standards and say, you know what? Like, I understand what you're going through. I used to cuss all the time too, man. I like r- be honest with them, but don't use that language, you know, because now it's like you're, you could create a contradiction in somebody where they're saying, well, like, is it okay? And I'm just going to keep swearing the rest of my life then. And you just, it's a dangerous position to be in, in my opinion. You want to say something? This is tricky. It's very... <laughs> go, sounds, go ahead, Josh. Step up to the plate again. No, it's, it's just very tricky because I grew up in that same culture. Like, um, I grew up swearing was bad. Sure. And, you know, uh, and when I got here, you know, at church especially sometimes, um, people just swear. And it's like, whoa, what's going on? Like, yeah. Uh, and then just with the whole uh, constant battle between the law and grace and how that all comes, especially when it comes to these kind of touchy issues. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I see what you're saying, Noah, on that. And the sense that like, you were supposed to, because my mom would always say, like, you know, be the example, be the example. Yeah. And what's crazy is every time I tried to be the example, I lost relationships. I've lost friendships. I was trying to sure. hold up to that. Everyone else couldn't meet that. And it's not, this, it's not the fact of us going down to the level, but it's actually meeting them where they're at. Yeah. And, and actually mm-hmm. just being that light 
that you know Christ did because in the same way like you know he he you know I mean of course he wasn't swearing like with all the you know the right people but like he associated himself with them and like he came to their level in a sense of like they he, he met them where they were at so in the same way like sure I mean it's you're not trying to be relatable but you're just trying to be real mm-hmm. right and sometimes when you're being real it comes out if you're if Matt's gotta say something too yeah I don't I don't agree with that um just because I I, I got the perfect example actually. One of my youth, he's a uh, 16. He's like one of the oldest ones there, and uh, no, and uh, he's uh, he cusses in our youth, and uh, and basically like I could I could be like okay cool like let me stoop down to his level to be relatable and start <laughs> and start <laughs> my bad all right and start um you know let me start cussing with him and stuff just to be relatable and like. But I think there's different, I know earlier something was said about like, oh, sometimes the best way to relate to somebody might be cursing. I don't even agree with that. I Mm-mm. think we just have to find a deeper way. And like the way I, I, I relate with him is through through loving him. Honestly, yeah. I think the right. best way to relate is through love because everybody, everybody is in need of it. And and God is perfect love and everybody, that's the, that's the number one void that everybody needs. Right. So like I don't have to go and relate to somebody in a cursing way. I could relate them in a in a loving standard. Not, and I'm not trying to be like cliche with it. Like every Christian say like love, love. But like the way I I could relate through loving him is like he likes clothing. Like and I like clothing. And like you know I just like to speak to him like in a cool like manner and like just show him my that I'm like yo like you curse and all that. But like. I'm still willing to hear you out, even that, even though you speak that way. Like I'm loving on, I'm loving you by not like judging you by how the right. way you speak. You know, like just. Right. But I'm not gonna start doing it. Right. It doesn't mean you automatically start swearing because he's swearing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, like. Yeah, so I want to clarify. I'm not saying like consciously swear with them because they swear. I'm saying like, like if it's part of who you are, and it sometimes like. Some people like shocked because like when I sometimes when I did swear like oh my god right yeah. you but, saw yesterday yeah when we we're playing ball exactly but I get it because I swear sometimes too I ain't saying like, I never swear like it's not like it's 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 the genuine realness of the swearing that's not when you're consciously like oh my goodness I'm trying to relate he swears so I need to swear no it's like yeah I'm just trying to be the realest person I can be and I'm not perfect mm-hmm. so when it mm-hmm. pops out. It should come off as just normal, not just because I'm a Christian that, like, I can't swear. Like, if it comes, right. it's, it's just like another other sin that we do. It's just, it's just real. And like for them to see that, it's like, okay, I mean, he's a human being just like me. It's just we have a we we know someone that they need to know too. Like, but I'm not. Yeah, I'm, 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 I just, I'm a podcast just for the. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. Just don't swear because. Yeah. All right, so I work with uh, seventh and eighth graders, and if you guys don't know seventh, <laughs> oh man, they got a they mouth on swear them. Swear all the time. Okay, and then so anyway, um, you know, on on that level where you have to relate to them, um, I know some teachers who do that, you know, and it's kind of like they they get it, and then so uh, when you talk to them one on one, you definitely have to like let them know you're serious sometimes, and then for me, it's more of a stern voice than swearing so i try yeah. not to swear with them yeah. especially because i'm a teacher but on that sense where you guys are saying like when you want to swear at someone when you get that mad or whenever you get like you just get furious and you get furious at god yeah god can take it as well but god's also asking like why why do you feel this way because same thing with our mm-hmm. with our kids like 
they'll get mad and then they'll say f you you know like yeah. to yeah. someone else yeah. and it's like whoa okay what's going on do you i have to be the mediator and then so you know there's to me there's no difference between middle schoolers and regular people and so right. it's kind of like you have to go to god or you have to go like your brother or your sister in christ and be like this is how i feel and then that way you can get those out and then you deal with it in a way where it's like you tell that person how you feel but then when you go to the actual go to the actual problem you have a way of mediating it in a or mitigating it in a better in a better way yeah yeah that brings there we go <laughs> that brings up a good point too because i have someone in my family where um i'm saying my family I'm from california where like <laughs> making fun of me because i ate that taco <laughs> i have a, a family member in california that like when he when he talks it's nothing but like negative things coming out of his mm-hmm, mouth mm-hmm. and like his cussing is is like at you and not just you know an expression right it's like at you it's actually calling you that word or um his tone of voice which he said mentioned tone like you know the way you say it too and how you say it is so important because yeah, if yeah. I'm going to say something bad about like Matt, you know, like he'll know if I'm being serious or if I'm like just joking with him, you know, right, like, right. And I mean, we shouldn't even be joking about it, but like, you know, we're human. It happens. So mm-hmm. like the best example is when on that group chat, when I, you know, put the, the, you know, that one word. The, yeah. We won't even say what it was. <laughs> and uh, he was like, watch your mouth. I was like, oh, man. I know. I did say well, that. Yeah, I did you say did. That. No, he did. And he, he rightfully said it because it was not the appropriate place for me to say that. But like, you know, you called me out on it and that's what like we're here for. No, you're good. <laughs> I know you could take it. Well, I mean, uh, just like what Matthew the fifteen eleven says, it's not what goes into your mouth that defiles you. You are defiled by the words that come out of your mouth. Dang. Like that's Jesus talking. Like he, he's like, it's, it's the words that come out of your mouth that defile you. Again, I'm going to be straight up and just like, just, I got to disagree with some of the stuff you guys are saying. And that's fine because we're humble, open and transparent on this podcast. We're hot. And we're, we're not always going to agree on every issue, but this is why we talk about these things because this is, this is how we grow as, as Christians and as a community of faith. And again, it's not like we're wrong or any one person is wrong, but it's just a matter of, of communication and discussing. So I just, I take that as in a very serious way. Like if you think about pastors, right, Matt, you're called to be a pastor, right? You know, I just truly believe that we have a higher standard to be, to be set to that. Jesus says that we will be judged stricter at the end of the days. At the end of days, we will be held to, um, I think I wrote it down somewhere. I didn't, um, no, I did. Um, Jesus also teaches that on the day of judgment that we will give an account for every careless word we speak. That's Matthew 12. Every careless word. I mean, Matt, going back to what you said. Damn, man, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't get grace just to keep on doing what we're doing. We don't get that grace just to say, oh, well, I have grace so I can keep cussing. No. You change, you, you change yourself. You change how you are because we are called to do that. We are called we are called to be transformed to be more like Christ not to be conformed to the patterns of this world. And Jesus says every careless word Matt you said it before like God does not speak without with voidless words everything he says matters. You know what you bring up a good point. I don't know why I've never made this connection till right now. 
<laughs> I'm being so straight up. Okay, go ahead. Like my dad is, is you know, I know you know, and you know, like, he's a pastor. Yeah. Right. And um, he's always said, I, I literally don't know why it's never connected till right now, but he's always said, you know, I have a pastoral presence that I, that I carry. Yep. And I want to make sure that when, when I'm wherever I'm at, even if I'm a retired pastor, you gotta be the same. That I want to keep that, that presence. And I'm like, well, what is that presence? Dad? He's like, well, it's, it's showing always compassion and love for people that are, you know, that sometimes don't always experience that, right. but to also always be ready and equipped with uh, scripture and also like knowledge about the Holy Spirit, about God, about all that stuff. So that way, if I'm out getting my hair cut and some like, you know, someone is needing my attention for that, I'm able to help them out mm-hmm. and I don't have to ever switch into a different gear. Right. You, you know, because ever, yeah. For me personally speaking, it's always been something a little tough because like I'll have like a gear for church and then I'll have a gear for like mm. hanging out with my homeboys. Yep. Then I'll have a gear See? for my family, you know, and I'm no, now I'm noticing hearing and seeing that like, oh, my dad has like one constant gear. And that's the reason is because, you know, it should he never- literally wants to live out his life, always fulfilling not only, you know, him for himself and for, for God's purpose, but also to be that source of living water for somebody else. People should never, ever have to come up to you and say, oh, you're a Christian? Oh, damn. Dang. They, you should, if... All right, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out of this podcast. No, like, I'm serious, man. Like, like, I really, truly believe this. You should live the same life on Sunday that you live on Monday through Friday. Mm. Like, and if you're not, then you gotta transform you. Like, you gotta be transformed. Like, that... That's what we're called to. Yeah. And I, as a, as a future pastor, I never want my wife to look on that stage and say, well, who was that today? Yeah, can't be going out to I will, clubs. I will never, ever <laughs> let myself get to that point. Like, and I, and I, I've told God, I said, God, if I ever make this about me or if I ever become a different person for my family or whatever, I said, God, take everything away. Like, mm. I don't want it mm. because that will not be, I will not be in my calling anymore. And so I have just... In my personal life, I've just held myself up to a higher standard of this. I'm not saying you guys haven't by mm. any means, but that's just my, that's my thinking is that if, if I'm ever out somewhere and someone says, oh, you're a Christian, mm. to me, that would cause so much Dang, trauma right. in my soul to be like, how am I living? Like people should ask you, like, do you, do you go to church? Because there's something on you that... Mm. I or feel. they'll ask that question like, what's different about you? Right. Like, what do you have that I don't? Well, let me tell you, I have a church. I, I have Jesus. Jesus. Right. Yeah. So. Dang. Matt, you going to say something real quick? You got something to say? Yeah, real quick, real quick. Let me say something real quick. Spit on that mic. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, I totally agree with Noah. Um, I think. I know we we touched on the subject of like being angry at people and all that and you know but I think the more we're in the spirit and growing in the spirit and it's a process obviously like it is. I used to curse a lot and it took it I didn't stop overnight yeah. like it just slowly started deteriorating that, out of that's, my language yep, that's absolutely right um, but that's the fruit of the spirit in us like mm-hmm. the more you grow in in God like that's why when if you're out out there listening to this and you you curse like a sailor but you trying. Yo, that's progress. Yeah, Philippians one six. He will finish the good work. He will finish the. Oh, bro, I messed it. You know, man, that's my favorite. Bible he, verse he'll be faithful to complete the good the, work in yep, you until the yep, day of Christ Jesus. Yep, Thank yep. you. <laughs> um, 
But uh, but yeah, so like we're not trying to like bag anybody for it, but like we've been there, we've been through the process, we've been through the pruning process, and that was one of the first things got pruned uh, pruned out of me. But I still deal with other things, so right, you know. And uh, again, it's not just like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. thing. It's not like you just you stop swearing and it's like a perfect thing. It's like no, like there's other things you have to that God will reveal to you that you have to work through. Exactly. Go ahead, Zach. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree with you, Noah. Um, one thing that uh, Jesse Duplantis says is you know like. God told him, like, you know, like, I, I can, you know, have, I do have the power of death, but people talk themselves to death. Yeah. And then it's that, mm-hmm. it's that, it's that verse from Proverbs eighteen twenty one. you know, death and life are in the power of life. So yep. it doesn't have to just be curse words, but it's depressing words that you tell yourself. Right. And so it's yep. like, you got to have those affirmations. Mm-hmm. You know, I am God's child. I am the head and not the tail. You know, you got to tell yourselves every day because it's a battle. You right. Know? Like, you know, i I've dealt with it where, you know, it's the self-esteem issues or depression mm-hmm, issues. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, I'm not worth it today. And then you kind of, you go on from there. And then you ask that question, like, can you really like think yourself through this? And that's, it's true. You can, you know, yeah. psychology has said that if you start, you know, if even if you smile, you release endorphins and that fills out the brain for your happiness. And then what you end up doing is you <laughs> think, cheesing. you're right there. <laughs> and then, so you start, when you start thinking these things, then it becomes a habit. You know? Yeah, and mm-hmm. so then you start you start doing things that make you feel happier. Yeah. Um, I want to read James chapter three verses five through ten. Um, starting in verse five, it says, "Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Mm. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body." It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. That's the tongue, okay? The, the, power, of the, the power of your mouth. <laughs> All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and sea creatures are being tamed and have been tamed by mankind, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless, restless evil full of deadly poison. With the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with it we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing, my brothers and sisters, this should not be. Okay, that last part, I'm going to focus on this for a second. That with the tongue, verse 9, with the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, that we all just did on Sunday morning, right? We all just did this. And with it we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Okay, so if we're made in God's likeness, okay, think about this. If we're made in God's likeness, if we are made in his image, and if we have Jesus within us, and if Jesus lives within us, that means every time you speak death to somebody, you curse them or whatever it is, kind of in a sense, you're cursing Jesus. Mm. You are speaking to Jesus in that moment. Every homeless person you see, every drug addict, every, um, you know, whatever kind of person it is that you are talking to in a, in a negative way, you are speaking to Jesus in that moment. And like you are potentially cursing Jesus or God in that moment. Because I really believe that every single person is God's child, you know? And that if we are made in his image and made new in him, then every time you talk, like Christians have a bad rap for this. We do. Like someone new comes into the church and they smell a little funny. Well, where they been? What are they doing? Are they doing drugs? You know, like what are you speaking to that person now? Like what are you speaking into that? And Jesus is saying, well, you're speaking to me the same way, you know? Here, here's a, here's a bonus point too. Oh, so every, so going off of that, every person you talk to is a child of God created in his, in his image, right? Every single person on this earth, 
My question is, how would you want other people talking about your children? How do you think God feels every time we talk about someone in that way? Bro, you are ripping me apart in this <laughs> I'm not doing anything, man. Like, oh, man. Like, this is... Uh, this is not me. I'm just like, I'm just... I would kill somebody if they said bad things about my kids, you know? And God has so much grace that he doesn't kill us for speaking about his children in that way. But no, like, uh, this is why I don't take, you know, words lightly. This is why yeah. I don't... Like, even in church, like, I don't cuss just because... I don't speak in those ways and because you just want to do it. Just not because I, yeah, just, just, just so I can relate to somebody. No, like if they're going to curse, that's fine. I have no problem if people are going to swear or whatever, but I'm not going to do that. Mm. It's going to, like, I want to be that kind of example for somebody to, you know, like, it's not like we can say to somebody and say to somebody and say to somebody, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. But if you're not doing that yourself as an action, they'll never adjust to that they'll never um take that for themselves go ahead zach yeah so what you just said like someone talking about their children i'm yes. a teacher so right right I mean, like we talk and so it's like we talk about this kid that kid that kid whatever's going on and then you know what like because these kids are wrote, are being re- um grown up in these like environments we know it's not their fault you know yeah we, we know mm-hmm. it's it's coming from somewhere else absolutely and so we can't help you know, but say certain things about kids, but we also know it's like, it's like, man, you know, like, I don't know what's going on at home, but something needs to happen. And that then that's right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, like, definitely it's all about that environment. And then, um, right. Yeah, man. <laughs> and so, okay. That's a really good example, Zach, because now if you have someone who is in that kind of environment, and you are now creating that kind of environment in a church setting, mm-hmm. you're only influencing their same lifestyle. You're right. only influencing no, their same kind you. of patterns. Yeah. No, my classroom has to be a culture of learning. Exactly. It has to be professional, has to be all that. So, and that's yeah. what the church I get has what to you're be. Saying now. Yeah. And that's exactly yeah, what, the, not the church as like a building, but as a body. As a body. Like yeah. the church has to be that way to say, you know what? Like there are people in horrible mm-hmm. environments. We're going to be a better yeah. environment. And then we're going that metaphor of me being a teacher and the pastor. It's like these kids come to school because they feel safe. Right. It's the only place they feel safe. Exactly. Exactly. All right, man. Um, (laughs) Killing it. We're going to need you guys for the next episode. Right. You guys are speaking some wisdom for us. Um, Let me just finish up with one quick little, uh, not really quick, but, um, another, another part of scripture, um, Ecclesiastes chapter five, verses one through six, it says, as you enter the house of God, keep your ears open and your mouth shut. It is evil to make mindless offerings to God. Don't make rash promises and don't be hasty in bringing matters before God. After all, God is in heaven and you are here on earth. So let your words be few. Too much activity gives you restless dreams. Too many words make you a fool. When you make a promise to God, don't delay in following through, for God takes no pleasure in fools. Keep all the promises you make to him. It is better to say nothing than to make a promise and not keep it. Don't let your mouth make you sin, and don't defend yourself by telling the temple messenger that the promise you made was a mistake. That would make God angry, and he might wipe out everything you have achieved. Mm. So... (laughs) <laughs> my kind of thing with this, you know, there's a lot of culture of uh, saying something and then saying, oh, just kidding. I didn't mean it. Just kidding. I didn't mean it. 
you know, LOLJK, LOLJK. It's like, no, don't say that then, you know, like, like, I'm gu- I am guilty of this myself. I am so guilty of this. I play a lot. <laughs> and okay, I mean, here, but here's the thing. It, it's, it's okay when like, you know, I'm never, I'm not going to be like a crazy pastor. I'm just like always so serious up in the pulpit. Like, I'm going to say stuff and be like, oh, I'm just messing with you. I'm just playing. I'm just, I'm just kidding, just kidding. Like, it's, it's when you start to say these kinds of things a lot. It's when you make it a pattern that you're saying that everything you say is always followed up by LOL JK. Ah, dang, we feel that. We feel that. This guy knows. Well, and again, it's just like when you make it a pattern, you're, you're, you're then saying, well, everything I'm saying is empty and void and void. Then what I'm saying has no meaning. It's like, well, then don't say that kind of stuff. Like when you say something to God, like make that promise, keep it. Like, and I think going back to what it says, like, don't defend yourself by telling the temple messenger that the promise you made was a mistake. Just kidding. I, that means I made a mistake. <laughs> you know? Just kidding. Just kidding. So that, you know, <laughs> you know, you're, you're in that sense, you're doing more harm than you are good. Yeah. You know, it, it's good to do that to, 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 it lightens an atmosphere. It lightens something up. But when you do it consistently, that's where you're doing more harm than good. Dang. Josh, you got something? Yeah. Get closer to the mic, bro. A little. I don't know. I, I, for some reason, love coming to different perspectives today. It's all good. Um, I think it's not just also what you do say; it's also what you don't like. What Absolutely, you, what you withhold Ooh. not to say to someone. Yeah. Specifically, yep. if it's something that God's telling you to say. Right. You're right. Doing just yep. as much damage as saying something negative. Exactly. To you're with. You're withholding them. life from them. Exactly. So, because I remember this couple of times when I <laughs> I should have said something that could have brought life to someone. Hmm. And even and even though because. If that person actually hurt me, you know, yeah, and that could have done something that could have actually created new life into that person, and since I didn't say it, like, one, you never know, and two, like, you know, you never know, like, what that could have actually did, and like sometimes when you release that thing, partially it's because of part of surrender as well, but like when you actually just speak life into people, you you don't have no idea how much that does for you, right. Than just for the just the person because you, well you're acting in obedience to God and that's all God wants He says yeah. just be obedient to me and not only will that person now know me or benefit yeah. to me like now I can do what I need to do for your life I can that's give good. you the blessing I have for you yeah so it goes both ways you gotta give in, it's a like give and release kind exactly of thing. like God's gonna give more through you than to you exactly absolutely fire Josh <laughs> dang we so, got a good crowd oh man so nice. you know uh, again I, this is a, a topic that a lot of people probably disagree on and, and have opinions and whatever I'm that, still gonna cuss no, I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding no but you know what you bring up some good points like the whole thing about playing too much and cussing like it's it's starting to really resonate with me right now. I don't know why it never has. And I was not attacking y'all by no, any no, means. Bro. Like hey, y'all, shut your <laughs> mouth. y'all know I would not come shut at you. Shut your mouth. <laughs> hey, what the word is doing? Hey, watch is, your is mouth. Piercing our hearts right now. That's good. And God's using you <laughs> to pierce but, hearts. But no, seriously, because like I I still could I still would have continued. And you know what? My brother probably my, my brother listens to this. So I'm just going to be like, yo, homie, like we need to stop talking like that to each other or at least you to me, you know, and me to you. But um, no, like it, it's it is it is like convicting me in a good way because it's like, you know what? I got to if I want to make sure that I have that heart, you know, of a worshiper from here on forward, yeah. I have to have yeah. that. I have to create that. I can't just 
you continue know, what we've been doing, hold and, it yeah. on on mm-hmm. Sundays. And then, you know, that one Friday when I'm out with my guys, you know, not be that while and out. Yeah. So no, you're, you're right, man. Well, and again, I, I speak this from experience too. I, I used to swear all the time. I used to get mad and swear all the time, mm. you know? So I've been through it and I know what it's like. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I would just swear to breed. swear. Right. You just do it just to do it because yeah. it, it feels good or whatever. So, you know, I mean, again, at the end of the day, like if you have opinions about this, that's fine. And send us an email and let us know whatever you want to say. All but right. So we, we, we wrapping this up. We're wrapping this up. Um, but again, think about like if, if every person is created in, in the image of God and every person is a child of God, then you are talking to God's children. And how would you want other people talking about your own children? If mm-hmm. you have them, if you don't think about a niece or nephew, like you don't want them talking that's in that it, way to that's them. That's where it hit me. <laughs> So, and it's, it's, I just, the power of words, right? Because we, we didn't really get into a whole lot. This was more about like the negative side of things of words, but words have power to, of, to speak life into people and create expectation and to realize a vision come to pass just because you spoke it, you released it and you have like, we have that power to do that as believers in God, as believers and Christians that we have the power to speak something over ourselves Go back to that, I'm in a funk. What did that author do, you know? Mm. I am in a funk, but I'm not going to be this way. I'm speaking something over my life and creating a new outcome because of it. Yep. Just as God created the whole universe from words, you know, we have the same kind of power because Christ lives in us, you know? Well, um, Zach, Matt, Josh, thank you guys so much for joining in and uh, throwing a few little words of wisdom in there for us. Yeah. So, um, but before we end this episode, we always want to end with a prayer for salvation for anybody who um, has not accepted Jesus and, and maybe saying, you know what? Hey, like I need to start a new relationship. I need to be transformed. I need to uh, become a new person and whatever that means. You know, it's, it's a progression. It's a progress. Um, but they're saying, like, I need to put my trust in Christ. We want to give that opportunity to everybody. Um, and the Bible does say that if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, that you will be saved. Right? It'll happen here and now, so you will be saved. Um, so I'm going to say this prayer in a normal fashion. You and guys then, also repeat it, okay? Yeah, y'all can say it. Easy's going <laughs> to say it in the microphone. I'm just going to say it in the microphone. Um, but anybody listening, you can say this with us. So say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Thank you for the life you gave me. Thank you for the life you gave me. Today I decide. Today I decide. To give my life to you. To give my life to you. I believe Jesus is your son. I believe Jesus is your son. I believe he died for me. I believe he died for me. And rose from the dead. And rose from the dead. To give me a new beginning. To give me a new beginning. Come and make me new. Come and make me new. I will follow follow you I will follow you from this day forward from this day forward in Jesus name Jesus name amen, amen. all right hey if you guys just made that decision for the first time or you renewed that decision we are celebrating with you welcome to the family welcome this is a new beginning things are changing things are happening this is the best decision best decision you have made of your life. It's a lit family. Yep. And if you guys did do that, we want to hear from you. We want to know. Reach out to us. Send us an email at connection.podcast3 at gmail.com. Or hit us up in the DMs on Instagram at Connection Podcast. Absolutely. And then if you see us in the street, you could also say hi. Give us a little wave. Say hi to us. Don't shoot us. Just say hi. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> Don't shoot us. Exactly. Don't shoot us. Don't curse at us. Don't. Cu- and if you do, it's okay. 
we understand yeah. what we talked about. So, all right, guys, thank you guys so much for joining in. We hope you all have a fantastic week. We I'm love you these, all. I'm gonna eat these tacos real quick, but peace out. Thank you.